Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the Aerial Assassin, Will Osprey, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Ah, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Two Cold Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the Cast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy, Two Cold, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back live night two coverage of the N1 Victory 2022. As we said, we are very excited to come at you with all the great content. Very excited. I mean, once again, I'm I'm glad we're able to do it. I'm glad we were able to come on and talk about this a second time in a row. Damn, I had a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie on this show. There was some bangers. And at the end of the day, I mean, there was there was a match that I, I'm not kidding. I, I almost went the full five star on, which we will get to. It was it was a really good show. They did a, they did a hell of a good job. Um, couldn't be any more proud of these Noah guys. I, I'm telling you, you know, me, me and Alex have been a little bit down on the G1, not where we thought we were going to be. In search of, you know, in in the the tone of praising it per se, if you will. Um, but man, this this was this was just top top to bottom. I'm trying to pull up the the schedule here for uh, going forward, so I can, so I can get you the correct information. I think this is what I want. There we go. So uh, once again. Uh, we were in the Eddie Osaka Stadium 2. Uh, that is the lower level. The the, the big Eddie is is the one higher up. Uh, the non-spoiler, as we always, uh, I shouldn't say as we always, but as I said, I'd like to do. Before we get into it, I want to give non-spoilers. Uh, my star rating on matches, so that way you can decide if you want to go watch this. Uh, you can take my opinion. 
take my star rating, turn turn me off. Thanks for the quick listen and go watch it and you know hear for yourself. Um, and then we will break down the matches after that. Uh, so the non-spoiler portion of the evening uh, opening contest: Yoshiki Inamura and Stallion Rogers took on Kai Fujimura and Yuya Susumu. Two and a half stars. Goshiyazaki and Anthony Green, four stars. Great match. Really good match. Uh, Satoshi Kojima and Kenny Okada, three and a half. Best, I think that might be the best match I've ever seen Kenny Okada have. Uh, leave it to Kojima to pull it out. Kazuki Fujita and El Hijo de Dr. Wayne Jr., three stars. Uh, we then get another tag match, Daisuke Harada and Yohei taking on Atsushi Kotoge and Seki Yoshioka, three and a quarter. Good junior tag. Uh, Kano, Masaki Mochizuki, I went four and a quarter. That definitely is hitting the notebook or hitting the spreadsheet for year-end. Kaito Kiyomiya, Masaki Mia, I went four and three quarters, but damn it, I really wanted to put this on a five-star pedestal. This match was tremendous. I still may give it a rewatch and see if I can sway myself to five stars and get this on my match of the year list. But go out of your way, Kaito Kiyomiya, Masakita Mia. Go watch this. Uh, Masato Tanaka and Hideki Suzuki, three and a quarter. And Masukatsu Funaki versus Katsuki Nakajima, the main event, three and three quarters. Thought about a four star, but I'll, I'll tell you why I didn't go to the spreadsheet later. Um, that was the spoiler-free portion of the show. With that being said, I gave you the time to back away <laughs> because spoilers will be coming inbound as we go here. Uh, this once again, night two here, August 13th, 2022. The guys will be back in action tomorrow from Hiroshima. Uh, they are going to be going at it at the Hiroshima Sun Plaza. It is a, looks like a 2 a.m. start time, 3 a.m. start time. Uh, in in the Japan, 2 a.m. Looking 2 a.m. I think 2 a.m. is when the dark match will go on. So uh, about three hours from now, in two and a half hours. I could be wrong, but I could be wrong. I could be right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, beside the point. Once again, Yoshiki Itamura and Stallion Rogers defeated Kai Fujimura and Yuya Susumu. Two and a half stars. Stallion Rogers gets the victory on Kai Fujimura. Didn't really take any notes. As I said, I'm here to cover the tournament and not the tags. But fun little match. Kurt Stallion continuing to get rubs, uh, you know, getting wins. He's getting put over by the commentary team. Uh, Mark Pickering, Pickering and uh, Stuart Fulton doing a good job making sure he stays relevant. So excited for that one. Uh, makes me think they're going to use Kurt Stallion too, but. That was the dark match. That'll take place. There's probably another one tonight before the show goes live. So I would be surprised if we didn't see more Kurt Stallion victories. Uh, opening contest, Go Shiyazaki, Anthony Green. Go Shiyazaki wins with a go on Lariat. Four stars I went. Um, they started out not with a full kind of chain wrestling, but Shiyazaki got some nice headlock control. Uh, Green took back over, clean break. Uh, Green decides to finally chop Go Shihazaki. Uh, a little more chain wrestling. Then Go hits one of his own, which is a game changer. Anthony Green, I don't think he's ever been hit that hard. and kind of gave it a, oh, okay. 
Uh, Green then quickly dumps Go uh, to the floor, so the metal down. Go chops. Uh, Go's got him lined up on the ring post. Goes to do the chop. Green ducks. Go Shizaki chops the ring post. Similar to, you know, Go Shizaki's done this a few times, so you've seen this spot before. Uh, Green then misses the dive as Go goes back on the offense. And then they circled back and forth with chops, which I really like. Anthony Green showed a lot of fire. Not afraid of Go Shizaki, even though he's getting the shit slapped out of him. Uh, but kudos for him to doing it. Uh, we had more back and forth chops until Green finally ducks a chop and hits a nice super kick. Hits a belly to back release suplex on Go Shizaki. Uh, they get up. Go hits a spinning chop, spinning back fist, um, which Anthony Green then lands a second super kick, slows him down. Uh, he heads upstairs. Or he, he picks up Go Shizaki, puts him upstairs. Go, though, fights out of the superplex attempt and hits a 180 spinning superplex back into the ring. Uh, I thought he was going to go for a gold flash on the top, but he didn't. Uh, they both get to their feet. He gets a massive lariat. It's a two count. Shizaki, then out of nowhere, goes for another lariat. Anthony Green ducks, gets a roll up two count. Go, then lifts him up for a gold flasher. Now, this was awesome, people. So try to follow me on this. Go Shizaki has him for a suplex. Lifts him in the air for the goal flasher. We all know the goal flasher is where you have the suplex. You throw him forward and basically catch them with a lariat on the way down like a rock bottom, but you're more spiking them. It's a phenomenal move. Goal is up for a goal flasher, but instead of flipping him forward, Anthony Green takes his momentum and goes backwards so now he has him in a vertical suplex, and it turns into a small package by Anthony Green, which then goal rolls through the small package, and they're back on their feet, still in a suplex position, and then Go Shizaki hits the goal flash on Anthony Green, and then Green kicks out. Respect has been shown by goal to Anthony Green. Could not believe it. The crowd was hot at this point. What a great opener. Uh, Go Shiozaki then gets him in his sights. He comes in, gone lariat. Bow, takes him out. One, two, three. Shakes Anthony Green's hand, tells him really good job. You know, he puts him over. Uh, crowd really got Anthony Green. Four stars. That is a notebook match. Go Shiozaki getting his first two points in the tournament. And damn, that was good. Having some coffee, eh? Uh, then next, we hit Satoshi Kojima taking on Kenny Okada. Uh, the minute the bell rings, Okada charges and hits a drop kick on Kojima. Uh, starts throwing kicks at his chest, forearms and the chin. Go, and he starts working on Kojima's right hand, which was smart. Uh, hoping to hurt the chop hand and the lariat. Kojima back on the attack now. He starts working on Okada over on the corner with chops. Kojima comes off with an elbow from the top for a two count after he hits the Ichazu Bakariano which we all love to yell. They start brawling around the floor. Okada tosses Kojima into the railing. Uh, but Kojima charges right back off that railing bump and lariats the back of Kenny Okada's legs as he was standing on the apron, bumps on the apron. Uh, Kojima climbs up and then tees him on the apron, sending him to the floor. Uh, Okada's on Dream Street at this point. Kojima throws him back in the ring and then hits another DDT in the ring. Uh, two count only though. Okada starts firing up, landing some of his kicks. Uh, really fighting, trying to trying to stay alive. Uh, he hits a gut wrench suplex like a gourd buster almost out of nowhere. 
uh, after he hit a, hit a step up knee in the corner, Alessia Bunk style. Keep going back and forth as they try to, they're both fighting for who can hit a suplex. Finally, Kojima breaks a suplex, turns and hits a Koji cutter on him. Throws the arm pad to the crowd, comes in for the cozy lariat. Okada ducks it and gets a roll through with a bridge on Zack Saber Jr. The crowd's hot, only a two count though. Uh, that was the way he beat Yoshiki Itamura at the Destination Show in August fifth, I believe it was, to get into the tournament. Uh, as Timothy Thatcher, as we said, had the visa issues. Uh, departure on August fifth, not. Uh, not uh, destination. Apologies, but I had the right idea. Come on, you gotta give me that. Um, Okada charges in real quick, but then Kojima, out of nowhere, just hits a cozy lariat about the capitating Kenny Okada. One, two, three. Uh, Kojima gets the win. Three and a half stars. Great, great match between the two. Uh, three stars. It's probably the weakest match in the tournament tonight, but I still gave it three stars because I enjoyed it. Um, the Noah Edwin victory has done nothing to let me down at all. I don't think I've had anything under three stars, and we've seen 15 matches so far. So I guess that they say so far so good. I'm excited to see what happens on tonight's show. <coughs> I probably won't be able to watch it live, but, um, yeah, I'll be definitely checking the checking it out and getting you the content tomorrow. Um, as normal with, with the Fujita match, we start out on the mat. Uh, a little bit of separation as they continue to go back and forth. Fujita goes to the floor, and Wagner, though, comes in with a big-ass tope suicida, just crushing Fujita into the guardrail. And his back hit that guardrail rough. He didn't look like he was happy at all after it, if you're Ironhead. Uh, Fujita then goes in the offense, slamming his head off the apron over and over. Wagner took the, the, took the bump great, too, uh, on the apron there. Uh, he gets he gets Wagner back in the ring, puts in a half crab, and he's really stretching him. Uh, Wagner's selling it. He's selling it really well. He was in agony. One of the two doesn't matter. Uh, seated, seated four, seated figure four now by Fujita. Goes into an ankle hold. Wagner finally gets to the rope. Uh, Wagner goes back on the offense, starts fighting back. Hits an Enziguri in the corner. Then a big running cannon, cannonball wall. Fujita is, is seated in the corner. Heads up to the top rope. Goes for a frog splash. Hits it. Two count. Uh, a little bit of back and forth action. Wagner lands a chop, hit throws, but Fujita counters with a spine buster. Wasn't a very elegant spine buster, more one of those I'm going to lift you up and then I'm just going to slam you down type of spine busters. There you go. There we go. Um, uh, he hits. He hits three lariats on Dr. Wagner, doesn't go for the cover. Wagner, count, Wagner counters the penalty kick. Uh, he goes for penalty kick to the face. Uh, turns into a counter roll. A little bit sloppy, but he gets the job done. Gets the win. Defeats Kazuyuki Fujita with an O'Connor roll. Three stars. Um, as I said, a little bit sloppy, but they got... They, they, it was a banana peel win for Wagner. And... Not that it's always the best. It's fine with the way that they protect Fujita. So, that uh, was fine. Uh, then we saw Nesuke Harada and Yohei defeat Atsushi Katomi and Seki Yoshioka. Harada with a German German suplex bridge and Yoshioka with three and a quarter. Didn't really take notes. They said, this is not why we're here. We're here for the end one victory. Uh, then coming up next, we have some bangers in the next couple of matches here. Uh, Kano, Masaki, Mochizuki. They start out with a little bit of chain wrestling. Big fight feel behind it, which, which was nice. 
Uh, Kano blocks a penalty kick with a leg hold. Mochizuki gets on the offense and begins to work on the midsection of Kano, and it is disgusting. When I'm watching him do, like, stomach claws and punt kicks to the gut and knees, like, I'm just, like, thinking about how much I'd cringe because I don't think I can let somebody do that. I think I would cover up and ruin the uh, the visual effect of what it is. <laughs> um, Mochizuki goes for two different suplexes, but Kano counters. Um, so he picks him up for the third suplex, just throws him forward, puts to the out, lands a nasty gut buster on the knee. Uh, two started changing kicks now as Kano is starting to get the worst of the two. You know, when you're going body kick, body kick after what Mochizuki's doing to you, you're not really going to be able to fight back too hard. Uh, Kano, though, gets him into the corner, charges, hits a double, uh, set of double knees, and then he gets his combos going, sweeps the leg, foot stomps to the back of the head, coming with a flying knee, hits the rope, comes in, uh, goes for, you know, another foot stomp, gets a cover, but only two. Kano goes upstairs for the PFS, the professional foot stomp, but as he jumps, Mochizuki's going to roll inside and punch him right in the stomach on his way down from the PFS. I've never seen that before. It looked gross. Kano sold it with, I thought he was going to throw up in the ring. Uh, tremendous work by the two on that one. Uh, we then see a running knee in the corner by Mochizuki as he has uh, Kano elevated across the, the middle and top turnbuckles in between them. Runs charges with a knee strike. Just gross. Uh, Mochizuki back with another kick combo. Kano, out of nowhere, hits a snapdragon suplex on Mochizuki after Mochi does one to him. Basically fires up no cells and hits one. Kano hits a big slap after a jump, after jumping a sweep. So Mochizuki does a sweep kick, falls to his knees. Kano jumps and lands on his knees, slaps Mochizuki in the face, and then Mochizuki hits a fucking dragon punch while they're both on their knees, sending Kano straight to the bottom. Um... It's just nasty. Kano then rolls in the corner. Mochizuki charges. Kano sidesteps him, gets him in a dragon suplex, and five times or so, they go back and forth, dragon suplex. The other counters puts the other in a dragon. The other counters puts the other in a dragon. And then finally, he gets the last one off, hits the dragon suplex, pin with a bridge, gets the three count, defeats Mochizuki. Kano goes to 2-0. Tremendous match. Just a tremendous match. Um, I guess we're going big guns next because we're going in order. <laughs> but Kaito Kiyomiya, Masa Kiyomiya. Um, Kiyomiya starts on the offense early, going right to that left knee of Kiyomiya. A lot of leg work to start it. Kiyomiya finally fires back with a drop kick, but Masa Kiyomiya dumps him on the floor after. Gets the drop kick. Kiyomiya charges him. He shit cans him. Kiyomiya puts his leg around the guardrail and just starts stomping the rail. Kiyomiya is screaming like literal bloody murder at this point. He's getting worked over so hard. Uh, Kiyomiya comes back and gets slapped in the face and chopped but does nothing. So Kiyomiya uh, goes for a middle rope splash. His knee buckles underneath. Uh, he's screaming in pain, banging the canvas. Kitamiya comes over and just goes right back to work on Kitamiya's knee, uh, continuing to just boot, claw, scratch, punch, you name it. Uh, finally, Kitamiya gets Kitamiya in the middle of the ring. He he steps up, and Kitamiya hits a nice one-leg kick uh, to the chest, gets back on the offense, trying to take over again. He goes again for that, that middle rope crossbody flying forearm, 
on Kiyomiya hits it on Kiyomiya. Kiyomiya, uh, Kiyomiya gets back up, goes back upstairs now and hits a missile dropkick to Masakita Mia. Uh, gets a two count. Uh, at this point, now uh, Kiyomiya runs and goes up, goes upstairs on Kiyomiya, but Kiyomiya grabs Kiyomiya and locks him on his shoulders, bends his leg, and just drives it straight into the canvas. It was disgusting. I thought Kiyomiya put Kiyomiya's knee through the fucking ring. And Kiyomiya is screaming while Kiyomiya is just laughing. That's what I'm like, okay, these guys are going on another level right now. Um, as as Kiyomiya is selling the knee, uh, as he stands, Kiyomiya comes off, takes his head off of the lariat, gets a two count. Um, and then and then Kiyomiya puts the prison lock on Kiyomiya. Kiyomiya is screaming in agony. Uh, no headbutt, thankfully, to split his own head open. But Kiyomiya starts slapping him forearm, and Kiyomiya doesn't matter. Tightens the prison lock. Finally, Kiyomiya gets the rope. Uh, Kiyomiya goes for a science uh, suplex, but uh, Kiyomiya blocks it. Um, as he blocks it, Kiyomiya lands on the ground, and Kiyomiya comes in and chop blocks Kiyomiya right in the back of his knee, which was disgusting. And then he picks him back up, goes for a Saito. But instead of Kiyomiya hitting Kiyomiya with a side suplex, he just drives his knee back into the canvas a second time. Uh, just nasty. I mean, just effing nasty. Um, trying to figure out where my notes went. Um as he's selling the knee, he comes in and hits another lariat two count. Um, goes in for another lariat. Uh, Kiyomiya ducks this time and then comes in with a huge jumping Musaku knee strike. Uh, so now is going to the corner. Kiyomiya gets up, fires into the corner. Kiyomiya ducks the lariat. And as, it, as he hits the lariat, uh, Kiyomiya walks out and then Kiyomiya just fires up like a Saiyan, no-selling it, and just comes out and starts beating the piss out of Kitamiya. Um, just, just punishing him. Kitamiya pushes him off the ropes, uh, and, and Kitamiya meets him with a big drop to the chest. Then he gets a huge germ with a bridge. Uh, Kitamiya charges Kitamiya. Kitamiya with a leapfrog. He comes back, and Kitamiya is met with a spear from Kitamiya. Uh, and I thought that was it. 2.9 is what I wrote down. This couldn't have been any later on the kickout. I wrote, wow. Uh, Kiyomiya comes in with another shot, but Kiyomiya comes from behind and hits him with a backslide, gets a two count, gets another one for a second two count, hits a jumping knee, and then comes in with a second diving knee. Uh, but then Kiyomiya kicks out again. So now you got Kaito Kiyomiya confused. He doesn't know what to do. Masa Kiyomiya won't go away. Crowd is now making noise, like talking. We're, you know, we're not allowed to have the vocal crowds until September. And when uh, Kiyomiya hit Kiyomiya with that second knee, the crowd was like, oh, no. They couldn't, they couldn't believe he kicked out. Um, I put crowd is getting vocal, and this shit is getting really good. Kiyomiya now sets up Kiyomiya for his tiger suplex. Uh, but Kiyomiya puts him on his back. So imagine... Kaido Kiyomiya has Masa Kiyomiya has both of his arms locked behind and he's got his hands locked and he's going to suplex them back for the, the tiger. Well, Kiyomiya breaks out of it, grabs Kiyomiya by his head and his leg, 
picks him up onto his back like a backbreaker and just jumps straight in the air and just falls, just crushing him with all of his weight. Just disgusting. Kitamiya goes up top and goes for his big top rope senton, but Kitamiya moves and he misses. Stuart Fulton now putting over that in the cage match with uh, with Katsuki Nakajima. Masakitamiya broke two boards in the ring when he did it off the top of the cage. Uh, just disgusting. Uh, Kaido Kitamiya now charges. Kitamiya sidesteps him, and Kaido hits the buckle. Uh, so chest versus the buckle, all of Bret Hart. Kitamiya hits a huge snap German suplex, only gets a two count. Puts Kiyomiya back in the prison lock again. Uh, Kiyomiya now is laying there. One, two, manages to stop himself from getting pinned from Kiyomiya's prison lock because he almost passed out. Kiyomiya's hitting, Ki- uh, Kiyomiya's hitting Kiyomiya with forearms. Doesn't phase him. Kiyomiya now grabs Kiyomiya by the head, puts his head under his arm, and puts him in like a butterfly headlock. Uh, and then turns into a front choke while still in the prison lock, and Kaito Kiyomiya taps and is now 0-2 in the N1. This match fucking ruled, man. I'm telling you, like, before this gets to end of year, this may hit the five. I I mean, I'm, I almost sold myself into a shoot going over just talking to y'all about it. I mean, it was just tremendous. Go out of your way to watch this match. <laughs> uh, then our last two matches of the night. Not going to live up to that end, but they were fun. Uh, Hideki Suzuki defeats Masato Tanaka with three and a quarter. And this starts out exactly like you would have seen with, with a Hideki Suzuki match. Uh, Tanaka and Suzuki start with a typical ground game. You would see good back and forth, but nothing really out of the ordinary. Not bad by any means. Uh, but not really much to break down. There's a big back and forth strike battle that Suzuki realizes he isn't going to win with Tanaka. So he just grabs him and body slams him and then goes back to work on the ground, which is pretty entertaining. Uh, Tanaka gets out and begins to land some big shots. Uh, he brings Suzuki to the top and drops him face first on the top rope off the top turnbuckle. And then hits a big running lariat while Suzuki's staying on the apron. He's going to bump off the apron. Tanaka then goes out of the apron, runs, and does a sliding D on the apron to a Hideki Suzuki who's on the floor. That was pretty cool. Um, we now have a splash attempt uh, from Masato Tanaka, but Suzuki puts the knees up. He then hits a backbreaker on Masato Tanaka, begins to Garvin stop him now, uh, like Randy Orton, if you don't know what that means, stomping all the limbs. Uh, Suzuki puts on an octopus stretch, but Tanaka just deadlifts him over his body while in that octopus stretch, which was crazy. Uh, and then as they land, he rolls back to his feet, hits a sliding D. Suzuki kicks out uh, a little back and forth before Suzuki grabs him and hits a gotch pile driver. Then a dragon suplex only gets a two count. Uh, Masato Tanaka now does a backslide but throws him forward into a, another sliding D, still only gets a two count. Goes back up, hits the fronts, or hits the big splash this time for another two. Tanaka signals, goes for another sliding D. Um, but as he charges the rope, Suzuki sits up, grabs his leg, trips him, bends him in, hit, puts him in a modified STF, and Masato Tanaka taps. Uh, Hideki Suzuki gets the win uh, in this contest. Now 3-0 and against Masato Tanaka in singles matches. Uh, 2016, he beat him in 0-1, and also earlier this year in 0-1, Hideki Suzuki defeated Masato Tanaka. So he has Masato Tanaka's number, if you will. 
Uh, then your main event, Matsukatsu Funaki and Katsuki Nakajima. I went three and three quarters. Uh, Congo on Congo violence, as they called it. Feeling up process uh, as Nakajima hits the first kick. Funaki catches his, his leg on the next one, takes him down. Two begin to work on the mat now. Uh, we had a lot of catch wrestling on the ropes. Back on the ground, they continue to roll around. Funaki puts in an ankle lock. Nakajima bails. It's been really simple. More groundwork. Nothing really major. Um, probably 10 minutes into the match at this point, they're still on the ground. Uh, but then they start to turn it up here. Funaki gets to his feet. Whips Nakajima up throws when he comes back with a drop kick to the knee that hits a nice high level senton off the um it's a nice high level senton. Uh Nakajima now hits a running kick to the face, followed by his corner taunt. So now Nakajima's got his feet in his throat, he's leaning out the ropes, smiling. Funaki though catches Nakajima off guard with a knee to the chest, finally getting himself back on the offense. Uh, he starts to work him over in the corner with some kicks to the chest. They then go into a kick battle. And Nakajima hits one of the loudest kicks I've ever heard somebody deliver right to the chest of Masakazu Funaki. Um, as they go back and forth, Funaki was kind of not having it for a second because he was like, holy hell, that sucked. But the 53-year-old got back into it. They went at it. Uh, then Nakajima throws his final kick. Funaki ducks and goes for a choke. Nakajima counters that chokes and hits a big Saito suplex. And I'm talking, he dropped him on his head. Funaki uh, gets, uh, gets uh, out at two and a half. Uh, Funaki now gets draped across the top turnbuckle. Nakajima charges the corner and just boots the shit out of him in the midsection. Uh, crowd, or then they mention that we're at the 20-minute mark, and I'm, and I'm now going, all right, well, this is going Broadway. This is a draw. That's what they're putting that over. Uh, Nakajima begins to smoke him with a ton of kicks. And then out of nowhere, suddenly, Masakatsu Funaki uh, hits that hyper blaster, which, was ba- which is basically like a pick him up into a body slam, and then just goes straight down with a driver. Uh, he calls it the hyper blaster. It's disgusting. Just hits it out of nowhere and gets the three count. Total shock. Did not expect that whatsoever. Uh, so Funaki via hyper blaster, three and three quarters, gets the job done. Kudos on that one. Night two was a hell of a fun time. Uh, but once again, go out of your way to, to watch that Masakitamiya Kaito Kiyomiya match that we had earlier. Uh, as of two nights sitting here, block A, we have Kano and Hideki Suzuki both sitting at 2 0 with four points. Go Shiyazaki, Elhiho uh, del Dr. Wagner Jr., Asano Tanaka and Kazuyuki Fujita, both at one of with two points. And then we have Anthony Green and Masaki Mochizuki at zero points, both 0-2. Uh, Jack Morris and Takashi Sugara were stagnant. They did not work this show, so they're at one, they only have one game uh, under their belt. But standings on the B block, Masakatsu Funaki, 2-0 with four points, the only person at four points. Katsuki Nakajima, Masaki Tamiya, and Satoshi Kojima, all at one of them with two points. Jack Morris, Takashi Sugara, both at two points as they are one and oh. And then we have Kenny Okada and Kaito Kiyomiya, 0 oh and 2, zero points. Kiyomiya either needs to rally and win his next five matches and go to get to 10 points and win this thing, or my pick is shot. Because with a with a 14 points eligible per person, when you're already down four points, 
uh, after two weeks, you got a little bit of an issue you got to work on. Uh, finally, as we said, uh, coming up here uh, in just a couple hours, uh, Hiroshima Sun, Sun Plaza on the 14th here. Block A matches Keno versus Masato Tanaka. 2-0 versus 1-1. We have 1-1 Go Shiozaki against 0-2 Masaki Mochizuki. And 1-1 El Hijo Del Dr. Ryder Jr. taking on 0-2 Anthony Green. Block B action, we have 1-1 Katsuka Nakajima taking on 0-2 Kaito Kiyomiya, which I'm assuming is going to be the main event. Uh, we then have 1-0 Jack Morris taking on 1-1 Satoshi Kojima. 0-2 Kinya Okada taking on 1-0 Takashi Sugera. And 101 Masakita Mia taking on 2-0 Matsakatsu Funaki. Uh, I'm assuming I will be back with audio around the same time as I am now tomorrow as I'll get the show watched. I'm assuming after work. We'll, we'll get it done tonight. Um, and then we go on a little bit of a break. We don't have another show till Wednesday the 17th. Uh, followed up. Then we have... Friday the 19th, Saturday the 20th, and then we don't come back until the 27th and 28th. So we have a whole week uh, with nothing doing. So uh, it's crazy. It's crazy if you look into it. We have we have two, four. What do we got? What do we got? God, we only have six shows left. It's only an eight show block, and then we're the final, so nine total. But, yeah, I mean, we're already 25% done with this tournament. I'm so excited to bring this to you. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, we will be back tomorrow night to talk to you all as we cover night three of the N1 Victory 2022. We hope you all had a good day. Hope you enjoyed the stream. Uh, excuse me. That's, what do you want to call it? Hope, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, and hopefully you enjoyed watching it, too, as well. And if you haven't, you can go off my ratings to see what to watch. Let me know at WrestleCast underscore SSM on Twitter what you thought of Kitamiya versus Kiyomiya. I'd be very excited to hear because that match blew me away. That being said, Ryan Cook signed off here at WrestleCast Radio Zone. We will see y'all tomorrow, night three, the end one.